day of good tidings. And we are holding our peace. We hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come, that we may go and tell the king's household. Father, I bless you today. Thank you for these few moments of sharing in the word. And I pray that this day, significant work will happen in the hearts of God's people. That there will be a consecration, a commitment, a covenant, not to just celebrate God's goodness, but to perpetuate God's goodness, to share with others, to minister to others, to have a heart that reflects God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We pray and ask for these blessings in Jesus' precious and holy name. And the church said, Amen. Several years ago, our now general overseer was pastoring a church of God in Danville, Virginia, at the River Oak Church. And what I've been told is that he got up to preach a message one morning. He preached the message. Service was great. A few months went by, and about six months actually, and he got up and he preached the same message again. And on the way out of service on that second Sunday, a man came to him and said, Pastor Hill, didn't you preach that message not too long ago? To which the pastor responded, yes, I did. The man followed up with a subsequent question and said, well, why did you preach it again this morning? And his response was simple. You didn't get it the first time. <laughs> Hence why we have come back to this passage of Scripture that I shared back in February with you. And for a few moments, and I promise you it will be a few moments because it's going to be a little different, but I want to talk to you about love, serve, and impact the capsule version of this narrative in the Word of God is that Samaria, the city of the Jews, the city of God's people, they're experiencing a tremendous famine. The famine has gripped the land and gripped the people of God. But God, through the prophet Elisha, has given a prophetic word that within a 24-hour period, the famine was going to miraculously end and abundance was going to return to the people of God. How it happened every time I read this story, I am amazed by it. For on the outskirts of the gate of the city, there sits four lepers whose life is ebbing away from them. This disease is consuming them, and they're literally dying in the gate of the city. And they learned that the enemy of God's people was on the outskirts, the Syrians. And they said, well, let's go to the Syrian camp. If they see us coming, they may, they may kill us, put us out of our misery. Or they may have mercy upon us and give us something 
to eat. So four men started walking toward the Syrian camp. And as they were approaching the Syrian camp, God altered the hearing of the Syrians so that they heard not four lepers approaching, but they heard a massive army approaching their tents. And so in fear, they abandoned the camp and they fled. And so when the lepers got to the tents of the Syrians, there was no one there. And they went from one tent to another tent to another tent, and they found an abundance of food, an abundance of drink, an abundance of gold and, and silver and, and clothing. The Bible says they began to celebrate. In our vernacular, we could say they began to have church. They began to shout. They began to dance. They began to rejoice. Just like a good old-fashioned church of God service where people get lost in the abundance of heaven, where we begin to celebrate the, the wonderful blessings of the Lord and the presence of God's Spirit. The Scripture says that as they were celebrating, they began to bury their spoils. No doubt they began to think about their own self-preservation. And so they go out and they're, they're, they go from one tent to another. They find some clothes. They find some food. They find some drink. And they go out and they bury it somewhere. And, and as, they, as they're burying from one tent to another, in their mind they're thinking we're going to save some of these goods for later because obviously the land is still in a famine. Partying and burying the goods. Partying and burying the goods. Or could I say having church and burying the goods? Or could I say having church and burying the talents? Or having church and burying the heart that God has put inside of each and every one of us? Someone in the midst suddenly piped up and said, we're not doing well. This is not what we're supposed to be doing. This is a day of good news, and it's not just good news for us, but it's good news for our people. And we are holding our peace. In fact, the urgency got hold of those four lepers that they, they, they realized they couldn't even tarry until tomorrow morning. We can't even wait till the next day. We've got to get the news back to the people now that the famine is miraculously over. They reported the great news back to the town and the people of Samaria, they went in droves to the tents of the Syrians. And as God promised, he ended the, uh, the famine within a 24-hour uh, period. A miracle had taken place. Oh, and I tell you, we could, we could rejoice over that miracle and over that narrative. I never tire of reading it because I'm telling you, when things look bleak around us, God is still the supplier of all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ. Christ Jesus. But I want to share some thoughts with you this morning for just a few minutes. First of all, I would tell you that this is a time of famine, spiritual famine in our country, in our county, in our town like never before. We are in desperate need for God to touch the people of our community through our love, our service, and our impact. The prophet said it the best. He said there's a famine in the land, not of bread and not of water, but of hearing the word of 
of the Lord. Can I tell you, there is a famine that is around us. But while there is a famine around us, I also want to say to you that the famine is over in your life. You have met the bread of life. You have drank, drunk from the water of life. And today we come together and we revel in the party that is grace and mercy and eternal life and peace and joy and heaven. Oh, somebody ought to say praise God for the party. Praise God for the atmosphere that though there may be famine around us, you and I have tasted to see that the Lord is good and from the moment we taste it, we now enjoy eternal life in Christ. But I also want to follow up by saying to you today, it simply is not good for us to keep this precious pearl of great price inside of us. It's not good for us to keep this treasure in earthen vessels and still have the audacity to call ourselves the church. When I read in the New Testament, I read that the word church in the Greek is ekklesia, which means the called out ones. Can I tell you today, God didn't call you and wake you up to come to church today. God woke you up to be the church today. My God, help me preach here. I'm telling you, God didn't wake you up just to come fulfill your hour of spiritual duty and go through your spiritual calisthenics on the Lord's day at the Lord's time. Oh no, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. God has called us not to go to church, but to be the church of the living Lord. Hallelujah. There's an urgency just like it was for the lepers. There's an urgency that says we cannot, that should be getting a hold of us, that says we cannot even wait till the sun rises in the east. Those lepers, if you read it, it's graphic. It's a graphic story because the people were cannibalizing each other. The people were eating of animals' waste. And, and the lepers realized their rationale. We realize that we are lepers. We realize our days are numbered. But God has given us the opportunity to be a part of someone else's miracle. And so I believe if they were here today, they would tell us that we realize that when we found the good, goods. We realize we must love our people. We realize we must serve our people. We must, we realize we must impact our people with this great news. On February 11th of this past year, three days before Valentine's Day, I ask you if you would help me paint the town. You know, town painting party days. And over the last few months, as that as, as the seed was birthed in my heart, it has began to evolve and develop. And the mission and the purpose of Pulaski Church of God for the foreseeable future has come into my spirit. And I, I want to tell you that God, uh, God has a great work for us to do, greater than anything that you can imagine. And I'm going to say it again. I'll probably say it multiple times if it will irritate you enough that you realize that the future of our church is not about a new multi-million dollar building, but it's more about what are we going to do with the mission that the Lord has laid upon us to fulfill. Are we going to rise and love like God and serve like Jesus and impact with the Holy Spirit? That's what God wants to know. 
And so we've introduced to you image ministries. And I shared with you the rationale last week from Scripture. I'll revisit it quickly. But you are the divine trinity's crowning creation. And the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are calling us to function in their image and with their DNA. And if I took you to Scripture, I would show you 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. And it says these words, God is love. And God is looking for us to love like He loves. Not love like you want to love, but love like God loves. When you love like God, you love when no one loves you in return. You, you, you love the person that is unlovable by anyone else that has nothing to give back to you simply because you got the DNA of God functioning inside of you. I will also tell you that, that Jesus, the DNA of Jesus is found in Matthew 20 and 28 when it tells us that the Son of God, the Son of Man, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give His life as a ransom for many. And there's not a greater example of His servanthood than when He got down and washed the dirty feet of His disciples. And He told them these words, as you have seen me do this unto you, you should do this also to one another. I'm telling you, the church is not meant to be a political uh, society. The church is not meant to be something that the community is indebted to. Oh no, we're to be like the Apostle Paul wrote. We are debtors to those who are around us. We are debtors to others who are created in the image of God, in the image of Jesus, in the image of the Holy, in the image of the divine trinity is what I'm trying to share with you today. And so when we realize that we're indebted, then that means that whoever we come in contact with, we're willing to serve them as if Jesus was standing Standing right next to us, serving them. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it tells us that the Holy Spirit was sent to impact the world, that we are to be dynamite kegs exploding with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's what God's called us to do. And it's time that we put some feet to our faith. It's time that we walk as we talk. It's time that we penetrate as much as we celebrate. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I'll say that one again. It's time that we penetrate light into darkness as much as we celebrate the light that is among us when we're with God's people. Whatever you do, it's never a waste. When you love and you serve and you impact in his name, you are making a difference in the now and in eternity. God's keeping a record. Hallelujah. God's keeping a record. And see, what I'm excited about today is what I believe is going to happen is that some of you here, the Lord hadn't had a whole lot to write about lately. But things are going to change starting today. Because you're going to realize that this is not about me at all. It's about reaching others with the good news. It's about loving others. It's about serving others. It's about impacting others. 
So we're here to commit today. We're here to covenant with the divine trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit to fulfill our divine destiny. Things are a little different today on this mission-casting, purpose-driven Sunday. Pastor Jeremy's going to come. Jeremy, I did good. I did it in 14 minutes and 30 seconds. Now, you've got to stick to your 15 minutes. Jeremy's going to come and share with you. You know, I'm just going to be honest with you. Can I say this? A lot of times we come to church, have a great service, sing great songs, hear a message, come to the altar, have prayer one for another. And then we go on about our business. And we wait on the countdown until next Sunday till we can do it all over again. Can I tell you that God wants church to go outside of the church? God wants church to go outside of the temple. God's calling us out. Are you ready to covenant? Commit? Contract with God? Not with us, but enter into covenant with the Lord. Pastor Jeremy, come. You love our youth pastor? He's an okay guy. Real quick, let's go ahead and uh, let's just offer God a, a praise, a hand clap, just as confirmation of this vision as we follow our pastor. Can we do that this morning? So what I'm going to attempt to do in 15 minutes is uh, introduce you to Image Ministries. So at this time, um, our ushers are going to be handing out a form that, that you guys uh, will need to fill out. This is going to be your covenant for the end of this service. Uh, so as an usher, we'll hand those out. And if you're in here and you need an ink pen, uh, first of all, take a bulletin because they have one on it. Uh, but uh, if you need an ink pen in here, you don't have one, please raise your hand, let the ushers know, and they'll make sure that, that you have a pen uh, for the end of service along with your covenant. While they're doing that, let me just just real quick... Uh, get into some, some extremely practical thoughts. If our church is going to follow through with image ministries, uh, there's three key ingredients that we're going to have to understand. First of all, if we look at the love God showed us, God, throughout the Bible, through the life of Christ, even before, he met physical and he met spiritual needs. And I think sometimes we, 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 we get heavy. We either want to do the spiritual or we want to do the physical. Our goal and one of our key ingredients is going to be finding that mix. Meeting the physical need and the spiritual need of, of our community. Second, let's talk about unity real quick. Let's talk about being willing to unite as not only our church, but with the body in unity and to serve like Jesus. And here's what we love about how Jesus served. When Jesus did a miracle, 
so many times, he said, don't tell anybody. Now, for the record, my time don't start until all the papers are handed out. Okay, I'm just saying. For the record. Uh, but he didn't, he did a miracle. He said, don't tell anybody. Keep it a secret. I don't, I don't need, I don't need. He knew who he was. And that's our goal is to do things to impact this community and not do it just so that people will, will, will applaud the Pulaski Church of God and say, oh, look, they are so, they're, they're so, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking to create a mindset and create a ministry that will love on the people of this community only because they are the creation of Christ and they need to be loved. And then our, our third, when we talk about impacting with the Holy Spirit, not only do, do, do we get a chance to, to invade people's lives with the Holy Spirit, but here's what, I, here's what I know from doing ministry. When you love somebody and you see somebody, you see that the Spirit of God move in someone's life, that wells up the Spirit of God in your life. Yeah? Has anybody else experienced that? Absolutely. And that, that, that is... That is what's going to, to keep us going when we don't feel like it. Or when, you know what, this seems kind of crazy. So I think everybody, everybody has a form. I think if you do not have a form, I think so. Everybody has a, everybody has a pen. Fantastic. So here we go. Now my 15 minutes starts, Pastor. Because I, I, I'm, I'm officially ready. So here's what we're going to do this morning. Just real quick, allow me to highlight some of the ministries that we're going to talk about this morning. Now, on your covenant, if you want to go ahead, you can flip that over just to follow along. You've got a list of 11. These 11 ministries are either current ministries that we are involved in that we're going to bring in and operate and help as part of our vision with Image Ministries. You don't have a paper? Or, give me one second. Uh, and there's also ministries we're going to talk about that are not listed on your paper that we're going to highlight also. These 11 that you see are the 11 we're asking you to covenant to this morning. And we have... It's about an eight-page document. I didn't want to give it to everybody. I didn't want to bring and read it all. Uh, if you would like the ministry model for Image Ministries, let me say, that is available. That lists all of our ideas. That lists all of our current ministries. That lists everything. But this morning, we want to, we want to, to ask you to covenant to these 11. One, two, three, all of them. But now don't do it till we get to the end. Because you may sign up for something that you say, oh, gosh, and once you get into it, it's a little more than what you expected. So, uh, so let, let's real quick, let's look at some ministries. First, let's look at some current ministries that we have happening right now. Uh, again, some of these will be on your list. Some of these will not. You have the Dream Center. Now, you guys, everybody in here knows how, what an amazing job Joe and Kelly Blankenship do in our community and for our students. Amen? Here's what they need. They operate the Dream Center. They hand out food. That they, they feed these families. And, and, and let me say this. Image Ministries is not writing a check to somebody. All right? 
these guys, and if you want to support them financially, that's fine. But this covenant, we're not asking for financial support in this. We're asking for people who are willing to serve. We're asking you to commit as a servant. The Dream Center, man, they need hands. They have a devotion, they pack food boxes, and they make sure families are fed in this community that otherwise may not be. They need people. They need people willing to show up on Sunday after church and pack boxes. They need people willing to show up during their service and volunteer and take names, maybe do a devotion, maybe carry out, maybe carry out food to somebody's car for them. It's not a lot, but it's servanthood. Let's talk about Feeding America real quick. And Pastor highlighted this a, a little bit last week. Sean and, and, and B, they, they, they operate through Feeding America. And every Friday, Sean, and, and thank you for the folks that showed up and helped last Friday. Or this past Friday. Sean goes to Walmart. He picks up a trailer full of food. Sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's not. But he comes here and they, they do some sorting. They do some prep. And then they drive that out to Meadowview Apartments. And people come out and just get what they need, get what they want. And here's what we need for that. If you're willing to help with that, awesome. But the ministry is great. But they don't need a whole lot of volunteers to, to, to ride with Sean all the time. What we're looking for is people who are willing to say, you know what, I'll learn the process. And I've got a trailer, or here's the deal. We have a trailer at our church that we can use. I'll get the trailer. I'll go. I'll pick up the food. I'll meet Aunt B back here, and then we'll go to Meadowview and make it happen. We're just looking for people that will learn the process. You need to ride along a couple of times and learn it. That's fine. But we, we, they need some help. Sean's wraps, I mean, praise God for, for his heart. And he didn't ask me to do this, but it's usually an every Friday thing he's there. If he has to leave, he takes a break. But, man, there's enough of us. There's, a, there's enough people in here. There's enough servants that can help them. Let's look at the, a, men, a men's or a, a missions trip to Atlanta. Brother James Hanks, he, he takes a group of men, some from this church, others are not from this church, down to, to help the city of refuge and serve them down in Atlanta. Man, how, how amazing would it be for him to take two vans full of men and eventually maybe, I think they're working on that, maybe women at one point, but, but a group of men, that's 30, we have two fifteen. Well, how awesome would it be to take 30 men from the Pulaski Church of God and go down and serve the inner city of Atlanta. That's what we're asking for. That's one of the things that if you're willing to do that and commit to that, we're asking you to do that. We're giving you an opportunity. Operation Christmas Child. Everybody's familiar with Operation Christmas Child. If you're willing, and we're not, if you're willing to covenant to help them, here's what they need. Of course, they need the entire church to show up on the packing day. But Karen, and she has a small team already, that we can grow, that meets here throughout the year and starts to prep shoeboxes and starts to prep donations and, and starts to set up things and get ready for, for fundraisers. So if you'd be willing to do that. Our back-to-school batch is coming up August 5th. Jay and Andrea do an amazing job at that. First of all, it takes the whole church. And, man, what an impact that makes. If you're here and, and you're willing to help with that, or even if you're willing to, to they need a few more people in that in that one, in the, the, the small group, the planning group, to, to take on some responsibility. 
if that's you, man, we'd love to have you do that. Let me tell you about Go Pulaski real fast, and this is not on your list, but Go Pulaski is a community, it's a church, it's a community-wide thing where multiple churches in our community get together. I want to encourage you to sign up for Go Pulaski, not as the Pulaski Church of God, but as a servant of Christ who is willing to work with the other servants of Christ in this area to impact, not as the Pulaski Church of God, but as the children of God. Bright Futures Atlanta, they'll be here the third week of July. And we have already given them $2,500 for their new seating. They're growing for their new school. But here's what we need. And you guys are familiar with these guys. They're going to be here. This is a group of inner city kids that come to the country to get to touch cows and and see trees and, and all this fun stuff. Go watch minor league baseball. And what they need, they need us to show up here and love on them. Now, a lot of the dinners are pretty much covered. But you know what? These, these guys, they eat breakfast every morning. And even people be willing to come, and, and they have in the past. Bring them some breakfast. Interact with them. They'll be here with us on a Wednesday. Make it a point to talk to these kids. That's how we can serve them. Pastor, hit the nursery. And let me talk to you real quick, because I know there's a little blurb in there about the nursery. And my idea, you know, it's a little different. Absolutely. We, we use the nursery as a chance to, to help our parents. And it's a service. It's a service. If you remember here, nursery is a service to you. It's a service. It's something that you get to take advantage of. If you're a first-time guest, I hope that you've taken advantage of our ministry called the nursery. Because though it's a service to us, and, you know, we kind of get... Man, nursery is a ministry to the people that come into our church because it allows us to love their kids and it allows them to be up here and be able to be fully immersed in our service, in the word, in the worship, knowing that their children are being loved on and their children are taken care of. We need people to help with nursery. Still, if you're willing... Now, let me hit you with some, some new ideas real quick. Real quick. We talked about our hands team a few, a few months ago. That has started, and, that, and that's going. Here's what the hands team does. And it, they've got to do it once, maybe twice. A need comes up in our church. Somebody has to move. Somebody needs help moving, carrying stuff, whatever it is. It, it's such a blessing to be able to text a couple guys and say, here's what we need, here's how many we need, here's where they need to go. And then we have a chance to respond. Listen, and you ain't even got to be smart to do this one. I'm Me, man, I'm strong back in a weak mind. They don't care. They'll take anybody. But if you're willing, it's just a matter of helping. If you're willing to, to sign up for that, and, and sometimes it, it's, it's months. It could be a, a every week thing. Let's talk about educator appreciation. This is something that I'm, I understand we've done in the past. We want to get back to doing. How, how amazing would it be to be able to, to take the schools around us and call them and say, here's what we want to do as a church. We want to come. We want to feed your staff. We want to thank you for serving the children of our community. So let us come and cook lunch for you one day. I mean, you know, we have a grill with wheels on it. Roll that thing out there. Love on them. Cook them. And leave. Not cook them, cook for them. Oh, we can cook them too, hey. 
Exercise and wellness. This is an idea. This is something that's coming. We're gonna we're gonna open up, and our goal is to is that this is not on your list, but our goal is to to eventually offer some exercise and wellness through our church. And if you're willing to participate or help, check that. Put that in the box. Somewhere free. Not everybody can afford the why. You say, well, it's super cheap. Well, it's, it's still. Listen, there's people that I know $6 is the same as $600. Amen? So why can't we offer that here in this fantastic facility? And then a health and wellness also. Something where, where, where people can, can come here and, again, just, just allow us to minister to them, not only in their spiritual needs, but meet some of their physical needs also. First responders appreciation. Our, we are going to. This is not a plan. This is a going to. We're going to take some time in the upcoming year, and we're going to low on our first responders, first of all, because they saved this fantastic building. Amen? Because had not it been for, for, their, for their vision and, and for, for, for their intelligence, they didn't ask permission. They said, get a dozer. We're tearing it down so they'll have this. So I think they need to be, and not only for, for us, but for all the many families that they have helped and they served, not only in this town, but also in Dublin. Let's talk about holiday meals for the community. This is just an idea right now, but, but and, and, and with the ideas, we use the word, we use a lot of what if. What if? What if the church came together and said, you know what, you have nowhere to eat on Thanksgiving? Come eat, come eat with us. What if you, you, you can't have Christmas dinner? We're going to have it here. Come and have dinner with us. Hospitality ministry. It's still in the works, but the idea is, what if we could assemble a team of people that could send a card to somebody? that we know is sick. What if we could assemble a team of people that whenever all these families come and show up for, for th th this holiday meal or these families show up for the back-to-school bash or, or these families show up for, they write thank you notes to all of our educators. What if we had a team of people that could do that? What difference would that make? Not for our church, but in our community. Next, let's talk about the van ministry. That's number 10. We're almost done. I'm going to be a little over. Don't tell pastor. Let's talk about the van ministry. Listen, let me say, first of all, to the council of our church, to our pastor, to this congregation, thank you so much for purchasing two vans. If no other ministry and, and many other ministries use them, that has blessed this youth ministry and opened up so much stuff and saved us a bunch of money. But you know what? Those, those vans are out there. And I know people would get on them to come to church if they had the chance. We're looking for people that are willing to do that. Now, here's the deal with van ministry. Again, I'm here to do the practical. The, the, I'm here. I'm, I'm going to pop everybody's bubble. I'm going to let Pastor blow it back up for you. Van ministry, just prepare yourself. You're going to be the first person here on a Wednesday. And you're probably going to be the last person to get home on a Wednesday. And some of these kids are, are people, they ain't going to be church people. And they ain't going to understand how to sit still and how to be quiet. So 
If you're impatient, don't commit to the van ministry. I'm just going to say it, all right? Because it, also if you have a bad driving record, save us some money because you've got to have a good driving record to drive the vans on the insurance. So if you've got a bad driving record, save us from having to do a check on you. Uh, save us a little money in the long run. But we need people to drive those vans. We, we need those vans moving when we have services. Amen? Let's talk about a partnership with Drug Court. The drug court is something that's happening here in our county. And, and I was told that the drug court is looking, that, that they've called churches and said, listen, I've got this recovering addict. I need him to, to, to pull some hours. Would you mind to please let him come? He can help clean your church. Would you mind letting him do that? And they've been, there, there's people, there's churches that say, you know what? No, we're not going to, we're not going to take that risk. Man, what if we became a church that said, you know what? Send them here. We got somebody that, that, that can show up. They're going to show them how to clean, and they're going to clean beside of them, or they're going to do something beside of them, and they're going to be like Paul, chained to the guard. And they're going to talk to them to, about God, and they're going to tell them how much God loves them while they're cleaning the sanctuary, or while they're mopping floors, or while they're cleaning the gym. We're going to do that. That's where we're going. We're going to have a biker service, and we're going to do a biker outreach. How much fun is that going to be? It's going to be great. And we're going to partner with these bikers. And we're going to go out and do community service. That's where we're going. That's image. That is the image of Christ. And then here's our last one. Let's talk about real quick town paint and party days. 15 minutes just wasn't enough. I had too much. Town paint and party days. Let's talk about those real fast. Town Paint and Party Days is going to be a day or two days out of the year where we set aside and we ask you for each of those days for four hours of your time. Four hours. Four hours in the spring, four hours in the fall to show up at this church first, to everybody get here and meet and leave this facility Leave these walls as a force in our community to serve, to go and, and check elderly ladies or men's oil, to go and check the fluids in their car. Just random, hey, check their brakes for them. To, to go and clean up around somebody's house that we know they can't clean up. To show up to a school and help them paint the, a classroom or their hallways or, or plant trees for them. A group of people just to walk around Pulaski one day for four hours and randomly do nice things for people. So we're asking you to commit to that. We're asking you to say, you know what? Above what I can give to it, I'm going to do it. So here's what we know. And then, I'm gonna, then we're going to walk through this. We're going to give you a time of decision here. First of all, for this to happen, for image ministries to happen, it's going to take the body. It takes the body. The, the whole 80-20 thing isn't going to work in this. We can't have 20% doing 80 of the work. It's not going to, I'm just going to be real with you. It, it's not going to happen. 
What we need is the church to be the body. Second, again, I'm asking for two days a year for, for our town painting party days, for our serve days. Two days a year to meet here. We've already got somebody who's going to coordinate it. We're going to find service projects. We're going to find leaders for those. We'll know what you're doing. We'll all have matching T-shirts, and we'll all meet here with a plan, and we'll leave here in teams and impact our community for a minimum of four hours. Can you give image ministries, can you give our serve days two days out of your year, four hours out of your day, each of those? That's eight hours. Eight hours a year to show somebody the love of God. And then here's the last one. Understand everybody in this place can do something. You may not be a lifter. You may not be a, listen, if you want me to paint, I will come and I will paint for you, but you will hate it when I'm done because I'm a terrible painter. Now, I know some really good painters in here. It's not me. But everybody can do something. We need people to pray. We need people to write cards. We need people to, to, to drive coolers of water here and there. If you're willing to do something, there is something that can be done. So real quick, here's what we're going to ask you to do. Everybody can flip over to the front of your paper. Now we're going to give you just a couple minutes here, a couple, five minutes to read through this. We want your name. We want your email. We want your cell phone. If we can text you, and then we want you to number... One, one to 11, you've got plenty, you've got 12 spaces. You can put them all in there if you want to. And then sign that as a covenant. And let me say this, th this list that we've given out, again, this is just a very small list of some of the immediate, some of the new things that we need. You know, like I said, we, we have a caregiver's ministry who blesses our students, who blesses people who lose families uh, in our church. And you can check with B if if you're interested in that. And there, there's many others, like I said, feel free. We will gladly print you that, that model and you can, read, you can read all of them. So at this time, while you're taking some time and, and filling out that, we're going to hand it back over to Pastor Jones. Just continue to work through that. Pastor Tony, if you'll come to the keyboard. Just mention to you if you you heard if you heard something that was shared that that is not listed, just write what you heard down at the at the bottom under your signature. Uh, the exercise wellness, the health and wellness, uh, for example. But there's several different ones. So we're just gonna take a couple of moments here. <clears throat> 